0: Blob Talk Radio Look, it's (laughs) moving It's alive It's alive, it's moving It's 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 alive It's alive, it's alive, it's alive It's alive
1: What's going on, folks? You are now tuned into the industry, doctors. I am Dr. Cash. As always, I have my co host, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, how are you today?
0: Blessed and highly favored, sir. How was your weekend and this beautiful Monday morning?
1: It was wonderful. And yours?
0: Always wonderful. Enjoying time with the children. The children are truly our future, Dr. Cash. We should invest in them with all our might, sir. I agree, Dr.
1: Phil. Let's give a shout out to all our listeners tuning in right now. Press one to go live with our special guest. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, The Industry Doctors. Twitter, Industry Doctors, Instagram, Industry Doctors. Shout out to our sponsors, Jimmy's Paint Shop and the 65 Connection. Don't forget to visit drphilent.com, D-R-P-H-I-L-L-E-N-T.com. again, drphilent.com to cop his new single. Get Them Bands Featuring 6 G. Without further ado, let's bring our DJ Cat X, how are you today? How you doing today? How y'all doing today? Be blessed, man, blessed So, tell our listeners who you are, who you are, and how you started
2: Um, yeah, Um. DJ Cat X, been in the game Blank years. I don't want to say how many years. That you to tell your age. That's what they told me to say. Never tell your age on radio. Um, oh, how, how did I get started? Uh, I actually got started um, as a DJ in a club back in North Carolina. I was in the club, you know, doing my thing, DJing and whatnot. And while I was in the club doing my thing, DJing, um, Jeff House used to be with Capitol Records. He came up to me and he asked me, Did I know what I was doing? I said, yeah, I'm at the club. I'm making money. I'm getting paid. I'm having fun. I'm getting all the ladies. I said, what can be a better life than this? He said, what if I could show you how to make some real money? Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, as long as I'm not doing nothing illegal. So from there, he turned me on to the game of promotions. So I was a DJ, and I started getting into the promotions. One of the first acts that he turned me on to promotion was my first group to ever promote. It was King T. As was with Capital of Records. Then the next group I was promoted, y'all know this man is one of the biggest rap guys in the rap game, MC Hammer. And I was one of the first cats on the record. From there, I went on to work with uh, legendary people like Luke Skywalker. That was my next encounter. I wound up going on tour with Luke, which turned me on to a lot of different people, and then you masterpieced, and I uh, DJed uh, uh, David Banner's um, manager for a while. So I've been around doing a lot
1: of things. Definitely. Dr. Phil, if you want, you can take over real quick.
0: What inspired you to want to get into your career?
2: Um, well, basically, I have been DJing since junior high school. When I went to junior high school, I DJed all our Halloween parties, the ROTC balls, anything that had to do with music, I was a DJ for the school. So. When it you know came up later, somebody said, hey, you've been doing this the whole time we've been coming up. You might as well continue to do this. So from there, uh, my mama basically made me a contract. and I've been out here getting it ever since. I mean, music has been in my blood from when I was little, when her, my, her brother used to throw parties. I was putting on the records back then, before it was the crossfading and the turntables
0: like they know now. A lot of our listeners you know, might just be starting out in the DJ field, how has it changed from when you started to now? Well, when I started, you actually had to put
2: your work in. When I say put your work in, in order for me – to be able to DJ a prime gig in my day, you had to carry a DJ's records. That's usually how another DJ got on. He got on through another DJ. You had like the mentor through another DJ. You was like the, his follow-up man. You carried his records. You set up his equipment. So when the day come, you would be able to take over. Now. Anybody can just open up a computer and get one of these programs and just, you know, become a DJ, which to me, I don't think is fair. And I think that's well, a lot of the DJs don't get the proper respects like the DJs from in my era got. Because, you know, through my era, uh, to get the records first, like now, you get the records in the email blast. Back in my day, only the cats that were the top cats got the records before everybody else got the records. Everybody else had to buy them. Only the top cats got them in my day. The record companies only blessed. The cats who were really breaking records back in those days, they was the ones got the records first, and they broke the records in the club and whatnot. But now, like I say, everybody, you know, you got an email address, hey, get my record.
0: And... Would you say that's a good thing for the game, or how are your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, personally, me personally, it has its ups and it has its downs. The ups of it is you don't have to carry all those crates anymore because the average DJ at a party would have to carry anywhere between six to 10 crates to a party to make sure he adequately had all the music that might be requested or what was needed to properly promote the party. Now you can carry all that in a hard drive. So if you're asking me the only advantage that I'm going to give, uh, how they do it nowadays is you have to carry less equipment. That's the only advantage I've given. As far as the, the technique and, and the respect of the game, being that everything is given to these DJs, they don't respect it like, you know, back in my
0: era. And that is a problem, a defamation to the craft, in my opinion. It's like when you get something handed to you, you really don't appreciate it. And I have noticed that from the younger generations in my day, you know, whatever mother gave us, you know, we kept it up. And, you know, from shoes being wiped off, you know, you took care of our stuff. And it's like nowadays it's kind of like, you know, I kind of got it handed to me. I'm going to just do whatever. And I think that's kind of like taking away from, you know what I'm saying, the whole the aura of it you know what I mean it's like if you don't work for it sometimes you do take it for granted you know what I'm saying you hit it it right on the head and I think that's the
2: major problem that we're having being that these new kids are not working for it they don't respect it and they don't cherish it like back in my day to get uh, 1,200 turntables like the ultimate. You have a ride because those were like the most expensive turntables at the time and everybody couldn't afford them. So only the, the top prime DJs have just to have the 1,200 turntables. That would almost get you your gigs in itself just to have those turntables. Everybody knew if you had those turntables then you really respected the craft right there just by having the turntables.
0: So as a DJ of your stature, where do you think we can bridge that gap?
2: Um, actually what I've been in the process of doing uh lately, um actually in North Carolina I started uh the school for kids coming up. It's called with these hands Well we taught kids how to DJ And it was uh, steps you had to go to So my main things, I was the main instructor at the school So my main thing at the school What I wanted to get across When they inducted me to do the program um, I told them I wanted to teach the kids From the turntable So I got a whole bunch of record companies To donate me a whole bunch of records I got uh, Sam Ash To actually front the um, the the beginner starter kits they work up with. So they gave us all, they gave us like 10, maybe 20, 20 of those starter kits to DJ with. And I taught the kids how to DJ from the records first. And then we evolved into what we're using now. But all the kids know to get in the program. They had to learn from the records. They had to learn how to cue the records up. They had to learn how to use the control dial and the pitch and all that instead of the sync button, you know what I'm saying, like they do now. So, uh, from those kids, I taught a lot of those kids, that you know, the game. A lot of those kids uh, that graduated from my class, they wind up going on to being on the radio station in the Carolinas. And uh, my nephew, Mario, he's one of the top-leading DJs right now on the radio in the Carolinas, it's on station 103.3 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Shouts out to Mario.
0: What exactly do you think you would need? I hear you talking about the starter kit. What is a DJ going to need to be up and running 1,018? What is a a starter kit for a DJ to be able to go in and maybe have a venue of 100 people or so, 150 or so? Well, like I said,
2: the, the game has changed. They don't have Back in my day, you had to have amps, you had to have speakers, and you had that a setup, and you had to have a light show. Now they got power speakers. Basically, you your average setup for a DJ that the rock a crowd you said, the only thing you would need is two power speakers. Um, now they're even cutting out the mixer. Now you have the controller instead of the mixer now, so you, you're cutting out a lot of stuff. But like I said, I'm old school. Even the type of setup that I use, I still use a mixer. I still use, uh, well, I got the... Um, Newmark N7, which is uh, the 45 disc on top, where you can still scratch and everything. So it still gives me the old-school feel. But with the new controls and stuff they have now, you basically don't need nothing but a controller, a computer, and two power speakers. That's going to be the average setup for 2018. And...
0: um. I know you say you had a class where you would DJ. Do you have a YouTube? What are your social media links so we can get out there and find you? You know, a lot of DJs up and coming. Don't mind um, when they due diligence and we'll research you.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, right now I got a new organization that I just started. It's called uh, Looking for Dope DJs Worldwide, where we're looking for dope DJs all across the globe. Um, we're getting DJs set up in our system. We're getting DJs set up in our system. And uh, what we got going on, we get a lot of DJs hired, get a lot of DJs uh, booked and whatnot. And you can look that up on Instagram. It's looking for dope DJs. uh worldwide organization. And, um, we also have uh We Push DJs, you know it's another organization that I basically run is uh We Push DJs is an organization designed for DJs who are trying to be like DJ Cali, it's basically inclined with a record label with a whole distribution setup. So if you're a We Push DJ, you make so many compilations a quarter. So we're trying to for the year twenty eighteen we're building up the we're trying to basically put a DJ Cali in each state. That's our goal. I want to put a DJ Cali in each state. So each uh, DJ that's what we push DJ, he'll be like a governor in his city. He goes and gets a whole bunch of – well, he'd be a governor of the state, excuse me. He goes and he'll get a whole bunch of mayors. The mayors will have senators, and then we have it broken down to all sections. You have your radio DJs. You have your radio personalities. You got your club DJs. You got your mixtape DJs. You got your mobile DJs. You got it all broken down in sections. It's a whole DJ format, and from in the DJ format, um, we're taking the lead as DJs to start instructing the artists because I think a lot of artists now when they call themselves making mixtapes I think it's a disrespect to the culture for the artist to make a mixtape or call it a mixtape come, I better call it his project but I think it's a total disrespect for an artist to call his project a mixtape without a
0: DJ I didn't know that I didn't know that yeah, a just, lot of artists. You know. A yeah. lot of
2: artists. They're they're just making their projects now. It's not even. It's it's still like their song. Like if you go on uh, live, any one of these uh, download sites and download the mixtape, they don't even have DJs no more. It's just their projects. All these new cats coming out. They just get on. They putting uh, 15, 20 tracks on it. There. There's no DJ. It's this them. It's a project. But you're calling it a mixtape which they don't know the origin of where a mixtape started from and how a mixtape
0: started. The mixtape is really... Go ahead. I'm not trying to cut you off, but maybe they just don't own the rights to those beats and they're just slapping them out there. You know what I mean? I mean... Yeah, but even with slapping them
2: out, I mean, even the original origin of the Mm -hmm. mixtapes, When the rappers rapped off the beats that were out there, let's let's keep it real. All the beginning beats and everything, the beats that they used, the original beats that we start rapping from came from old R and B beats. Let's keep it real. All the original songs from back in the day came from old R and B song. Mhm. So we can't we can't use that for excuse, but for the MC. To not include the DJ in the process, that's where the separation of the culture comes from. That's why the culture is where it is nowadays. I mean, the direction that it has it taken, if you're going to ask me, is there more money nowadays? Sure, they're getting more money, but how much of the culture is actually involved in the music? Look at the rappers of today and look at the rappers of yesteryear and tell me the difference. Where is the substance in the music nowadays?
0: I totally agree with you, but there is a lot of gaps between artists and DJs. There is a lot of DJs that are, you know, do their respect, but they feel they're on so such a high plateau, and they just want what they want for project like you might call up a dj just say i'm joe schmo calling up and you say yeah it's gonna be seven thousand eight thousand for the uh for me to get on there on you and host your mixtape and i'm like damn seven eight thousand you know what i mean um you know my budget's like uh seventy five dollars you know what i mean and it just goes to hell from there you know what i mean it's like everybody's got families they're trying to provide for and support but like you said that culture the relationships that kind of goes all hand in hand in how the game or this industry which you know we can make a career a very lucrative career out of as long as the proper steps are taken you know what i mean but um i'm glad you touched up on it topic because, you know, some DJs, because I'm an artist as well, I've, you know, gotten in contact with some DJs or tried to get in contact with some DJs before, and it's kind of like um there's no working with them, you know what I mean? Everybody has their own lane. Like I said, I know things are going to cost what they cost, but I guess that relationship thing is one step that you cannot miss when dealing with a DJ or anybody in this music industry.
2: Yeah, but see, you have to realize that just, like you said, there's a gap in between there. And the basis of the gap, we had uh, these conversations all the time because I actually do an Artist Network conference call. It's every Monday, which will be late on the night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's a whole different number. Anybody listening, you can call in later on to hear some of this. And what I try to do on this conference call. Give us the number.
0: T- We're not trying to hold you off. Run that number real quick.
2: Uh, the so, number you can right. call in is 641 715 570. And the dial in ID is 6761. 6761- Nine five. Let me make sure I'm gonna look up that, that last dial ID number to make sure I'm saying that right. Let me look that up real quick, real quick. And My uh t-
0: I'm not trying to get off the topic, but that gap that's in between there between the artists and the DJs, um, I know that it is subsidized a little bit because of social media, you can kinda get get in contact and make a connection of sorts with the person without being right in front of them but what do you think else can be done to bridge that gap right there well what I think the problem is um,
2: by me being a DJ and by me dealing with artists on a regular even though I agree with you there are some DJs that have the ego that are all the way up there they're all the way up there there's no coming down they're already there but the majority of my situation, I'm dealing with artists that haven't did anything in the game, got no catalog, it's their first song out, and you're already acting like you've made it. How can you act like you've made it when you haven't done nothing, you have no credibility, you have nothing on the wall, you talking to... Uh, DJs like myself with golden platinum plaques on the wall that has already been there, has gotten, you know, magnified, checks with these big guys that have a relationship with Speed Dial, with these big artists on the call. Like, for example, on my conference call, I catch the most hell out of the independent artists on my call as far as the interview and everything we're trying to do for them than the majors. I was spec- for a major to get on and to have their nose stuck up in the air. You would expect that, but it's totally the opposite. When I have all the greats on the call and I have all the big people nowadays, I don't get the stuck-up attitude, but when I get the independent artists that nobody ever heard of in their life, those are the ones with the biggest attitude and ego, and I don't get that. I'm shocked. Because I'm from the old school to where when you weren't nobody, you were trying to be somebody. So you were trying to be as humble as possible to learn as much as you can. But the artists nowadays, they know everything, so you can't teach them nothing. So to answer the question, what you're asking, that has a lot to do with the gap. None of the younger artists want to listen to the older veteran dj and you have to ask yourself why has the older veteran dj been in the game this long just like i try to tell somebody the longevity of an old school artist versus a new school artist nowadays okay most of the records during my era they're considered classics they're still being played here it is 20 Mm -hmm. 30 years later we're still playing records now your average record that comes out on the radio what it might last two three months if it's lucky Right or wrong, you have to phase out the radio. Then it ain't really getting no play like that in the club.
0: I think that gets a lot to do with the artists putting they're all into the music as well, instead of just riding waves or fads that are, you know what I'm saying? Because you might hear about hate artists that sound like future or you know what I mean or spin off of future or money man kind of like flow and I'm not hating or amigos type of you know what I mean? Right. It's kinda like a spin off of what they're doing. And like I say, I'm not hating or anything. I do think it's kinda like cheating a little bit. But um you know, to each their own, get your money. At the end of the day, but that has a lot to do with it in as a kind of like wave riding and really not putting all, the all into the music. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I don't know how oh, yeah, Dr. I... Cash feels, and there with it. But uh, definitely give me give your your opinion. Dr. Cash I... has just been so quiet. Forgot he was there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm here. Um. You know, when someone has experience, the way I see it, like when you talk to somebody with experience like DJ Cadex, and the knowledge that he can provide to an artist that actually listens instead of just talks, because as not only a label owner but also a company owner, we deal with a lot of artists where they think they know. And, and you know, that's fine. If you feel you know it all, Great, so then you shouldn't have no problem. Um, There is a lot of artists that fit in the trend. They try to be like them. um, All our callers, please
0: press one to go live please press one to go live. We are getting a lot of calls going off and mean to cut you off, Dr. Cash, but we're getting a lot of calls coming through the call center. Please press one to go live, and we will get you on the line. You're
1: fine. So as far as the substance, I would say there's not a lot of substance, but there's a lot of artists who are trying to invite other artists, probably knowingly and some not knowingly. You know, and that's cool to be influenced by some artists, But if you have your own style and you mix it, it's different. It's completely different from where you just grab somebody else's style and, you know, a.k.a. bite bite somebody else's style. You know, it's different. If you mix your own and theirs, that's different. But if you totally take theirs, it's totally different. And nowadays, a lot of artists just don't understand that. You know, there's a difference between doers and talkers. Also, you should also know, like, experience, you know, and money talks, you know, and basically excuses and talkers, you know, there's a difference between doers and talkers, and talkers and excuses, they just walk, you know, it it doesn't mean nothing, you know as they say. But if you really want to talk, you can talk with your experience and with your money. And you definitely need to invest, whether you're trying to do shows, whether you're trying to get your C V duplicated, whether you're trying to get heard. Because the only promotion that you're trying to do, some of these artists that are trying to do it, is on social media. And you're not going to go far. you got to do shows. you really got to do shows. And don't be salty when someone says no Just go back and work harder And come back Or ask somebody else You know, that, that's my whole take on That whole situation there Oh, I do want to jump into this song By Dr. Phil Real quick Featuring 6 Train G. It's called Get Them Vans Please Don't Go Nowhere
2: We gotta be Hey, Get that money, hoe you
0: playin'
2: Puss it open, hold it blame. they Home gotta hit a man Get them bands, get them bands get them bands. Get them bands. Know you said to, know you got your office
0: Week. 150 for the nails, 250 for the feet, 300 for the bundles, yeah, shawty doing numbers, shawty fucking up commas, yeah, shawty, she stunning. who says it's cheaper to keep her, you know that they lying, when we dining out the Andre never coming with fries, root press melt the pie, carabas, baby, every time we slide, time is money, you ain't getting no money, you wasting your time, shawty stay with them bangs. Oh you playing? you it open, holding fan, they
2: fan. Home it got he to heat a man, beat a man. Get them bands, get them fans, get them fans. No you shakes it, know you batch your husband. Do it for a do it with your hands. Get them bands, get them bands, get them bands. Get them bands. Hey. 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 A she likes the bags with them G's on them. Yeah. yeah. Yellow perks, Chinese bees on them. Yeah. Red bottom shawl swinging swing inches,
0: interest. Get pants on yeah, the top bitches.
2: Yeah. When she get up on that stage, she all back in paid. She gon' she gon' do it for a real nigga. You ain't tipping, you in the way. We gon' we gon' bust a couple bottles on wings, smoking number gas. And by the way, the shoulder shaking her ass, she probably leaving here with all of the
0: cash. She was on
2: and how you, you plan plan hope open hold day say they pain home got to heat a man did a man get them band get them band get them band no excuse know you, hey. you back your house
1: DJ Cat X, how do you feel about the record?
2: Hey man, I actually I actually like that record. I probably I'm probably gonna um, need that record, uh and, and put it in with my repertoire. there. I like that.
1: All right, all right. And um I know you you know you got a busy schedule ahead and so we don't wanna take much more of your time. We do appreciate you coming on here. Uh, before you go, I do want you to tell the listeners tuning in right now, where can they find you on what stations and what day and time, as well as your social contacts once more?
2: Um, Mixed Mafia Radio, that's every day on Mix Mafia Radio. We do the indie show which is from 7 to 9 p.m. That's every day I see every artist. If you're trying to get your song in rotation on the station, email us at Mix, and that's Mix spell with two X's, Mafia Radio staff at gmail.com. Just, you know, put on your subject line, trying to get rotation on the station. Uh, we on Wu-Tang, WuWorldRadio.com every Thursday, 6 to 7. Um, this is various the station. I need to listen in front of me. I'm on the station every day of the week, believe it or not. So if you're trying to get in my rotation, people, hit me up. And I just got added to about four or five FM stations, which will be starting in 2018, uh, the third week of January. So keep in contact. Um, all people that's are trying to get up with me, you can hit me up at 252 228 That's 252-228-9007. Or you can just hit me up again, like I said, at mix. That's mixed spelled with two X's. Mafia Radio staff at gmail.com. On Instagram, it's celebrity DJ Cadex. On Facebook, it's Ernest Charles and Celebrity DJ Cadex. On Twitter, Mix Mafia Radio Cadex. And every time Mix Mafia Radio is gonna be spelled with two X's. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's on everything. Also on Facebook. So trying to get up with us, artists you are trying to get broke, trying to get in world worldwide rotation, don't be afraid to get at us.
1: Definitely. And there you have it, folks. Again, thanks again for your time, DJ Cadex. Before we go, Dr. Phil, do you want anything else you want to add?
0: I just want to uh, send your blessings your way, DJ. I want to thank you for all that knowledgeable information that you dropped on us today. We're definitely gonna follow you everywhere. Tune into the show, and blessings again.
2: Oh man, anytime. I mean, you know, Dylan. Dylan has always, you know, been a cool guy with me. I mean, Dylan. Ever since I've been dealing with Dylan, Dylan, uh, he deals honestly and openly, and I rock with people like that. That's why I'm even willing to do the show now. So when me and Dylan first started hooking up, everything he did, he did out of loves, nothing nobody asked for, it. nobody paid, nothing, so usually anything that he asks me, I try to get it done in time, you know, fashion and responsible, because he's always shown me nothing but love and respect.
0: <laughs> Dr. Cash, Dr. Cash.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, right. Dr. Phil, you just got your dose. Like, it's supposed to be on me. And you just got your.